Hello and welcome to The Audiophile. My name is Ian J. Cole. We are a music and arts radio show focused on the local arts in eastern North Yorkshire. Normally. This is our yearly fringe edition. I've just returned from a seven-day marathon at the largest fringe art show in the world, which is the Edinburgh Fringe. So the plan is that I will take you through the good, the bad and the indifferent of the Edinburgh Fringe. And before we do that, Yorkshire had its own fringe called the Great Yorkshire Fringe, which ran from the 19th to the 29th of July. And I was invited by the brilliant York Ukulele Orchestra, the Grand Old Duke of York, to go to their show at the Great Yorkshire Fringe. Uh, the deal was that uh, they would give me a free ticket if I bought the album and a tea towel, which I duly did. I arrived slightly running slightly late on the night of the show and went blustering into the what I thought was the auditorium. Uh, and there was two chaps on stage uh, who were handing out drinks. I thought, oh, this is a good warm-up act. Uh, and these guys were the Thinking Drinkers pub crawl. I was in the wrong venue. Um, more of the Thinking Drinkers pub crawl later on. So I had to dash from one end of York Parliament Street to the other uh, to get to the Grand Old Ukes gig. And they had a fantastic night. It was absolutely brilliant. Anyway, here's the first track. And we'll play two or three of the tracks throughout the show. This is my album of the month. This is the Grand Old Uke of York from their album Without the Tassels. And this is Common People. She came from Greece, she had a thirst for knowledge. She studied sculpture at St. Martin's College, that's where I caught her eye She told me that her dad was loaded I said in that case I'll have rum and Coca-Cola She said fine And in 30 seconds time She said I wanna live like common people I wanna do whatever common people do I wanna sleep with common people I wanna sleep with common people like you Well what else could I do? I said I'll, I'll see what I can do I took her to a supermarket I don't know why but I had to start it somewhere so it started there I said pretend you've got no money She just laughed and said oh you're so funny I said yeah Well I can't see anyone else smiling in here Are you sure? You wanna live like common people You wanna see whatever common people see You wanna sleep with common people You wanna sleep with Common people like me But she didn't understand She just smiled and held my hand Rent a flat above a shop Cut your hair and get a job Smoke some fags and play some pool Pretend you never went to 
Welcome to the audio file. That was the grand old Uke of York there from their brand new album Without the Tassels and that was The Common People. If you've never been to Edinburgh Festival Fringe, I think it is the largest fringe festival in the world, runs for the whole month of August uh, and there are over 300 venues with over 3,000 shows with nearly 30,000 performers performing 50,000 shows. And those are just the figures from 2015. It's absolutely massive. There's hundreds of people everywhere. And in fact, um, I took my microphone and went for a walk uh, down the High Street, which is one of the, there are several main areas um, where people congregate. Um, and the Royal Mile is one of them. And what happens is, you um, you hear lots of street theatre uh, and performers and people trying to sell you their shows to, to try and get you to come and see it. Um, anyway, have a listen, see what you think. Hi, this is day one at Edinburgh Festival Fringe and I'm just walking down the Royal Mile uh, and there's literally hundreds of people that are trying to get past.
probably you would have to leave now. We inadvertently took some comp tickets and something. So it's at three o'clock and it's at the um, underbelly cowgate belly dancer, which is that away. We're heading, we're heading to something. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're heading to something. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it won't work. Thank you very much. I saw you yeah. looking at that and I thought, oh, oh, you're looking <laughs> for inspiration. We're looking tomorrow. Yeah, same thing tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. 
really good and it's free or just pay with everything that's worth at the end of the show. Brilliant. It's literally around the corner from here as well. Just about get to the end of the section of the Royal Mile where everybody congregates. And there's this fantastic classic group I can't quite see what his name is, although he's selling some things.
It's a fantastic uh, classical guitar player who play is playing every day uh, throughout the fringe. Uh, don't know his name, but uh, brilliant player. The first sit-down show that I went to was Viv Groskop's Vivacious. Now, Viv Groskop is uh, she's regularly on BBC One's This Week program, and you can hear her on Radio Four. And she's done a one-woman stand-up comedy show. The show is about a self-help in the coming age of present Oprah Winfrey. And in fact, I learned quite a lot about Oprah Winfrey that I didn't know. I found the show to be very gentle uh, and good fun, and to some extent educational. She had some fantastic uh, covers. I didn't even know there was a an Oprah Winfrey magazine, uh, which I think is called O, but she has some fantastic covers, and all of them feature, obviously, Oprah Winfrey. Her show is on every day uh, at the Clover Underbelly, in Bristol Square at ten past four. Now I didn't, be, I wasn't able to record any of uh, Viv's show. Here is a very short piece of her from the Hair Festival, where she was talking about women's equality. In 2018, we'll be celebrating the hundredth anniversary of women getting the vote. Yay! I really hope that equality is something we continue to talk about and explore. I worry that the narrative has slightly been taken over by women. I know that sounds weird, but equality is something that is for men as well as women. And if we make this too much about women, it just becomes a kind of reverse of the patriarchy. Um, I'm a parent of two sons and a daughter, and I'd love to the, for them in 20 years time to not need to have a conversation about equality because it's been solved.
expenses they would be. The county needed saving. His conscience would have set him free. She would never on a Sunday come to the altar or the host. He forced her to the rail to pray by the sun and holy ghost. They say that she was heartless, dark angel in their midst, with a voice that brought down darkness. She stood her ground and she told them, it was like as the very Sunday when my husband showed his That was Miller Sound there from Union Jill's latest album, Roman Devotion. The uh, second show on day one uh, of my trip to Edinburgh Fringe uh, was Dominic Frisby's Financial Game Show. Um, now, this show is at the Gilded Balloon Tiviot uh, in the Billiard Room until the 26th of August, and it's a panel game show. Uh, it was really, really good fun. He did have some technical problems. I think it was the first time the show had run. Uh, and he did have some technical problems, but it was really, 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 really lighthearted. He had an opportunity to win £500, which didn't happen on the uh, the show that we went to. But I do know since the, throughout my time in Edinburgh that uh, Dominic had given out two, uh, two lots of £500. So I think it was the only show on the Edinburgh Fringe where he had an opportunity to win that sort of money. Um, again, I've got no records of the show, but here is Dominic's... Uh, song uh, Debt Bomb from 2012 The President of the United States Just cars consume my shite Government spending all through the night Pensions and healthcare and welfare rights Education wars to fight Ooh, I love a good war to fight Run up a deficit, ignore the facts Blame someone else, put up tax, tax. I can't deny we had a crack But now we gotta pay it back You know what you are Dead bomb, dead bomb, you're a dead bomb. Uh -huh. The addiction to credit just goes on and on. Give it to dead me. bomb, dead bomb, you're a dead bomb. A bailout, ooh, you turn me on. You know what you're doing to me, don't you? <laughs> I know you do. 
can't afford it, don't be ill at ease. No. Spend it anyway, you've got voters to appease. Take the prudent savers and just give them a squeeze. Ow. That's the economics of Keynes. One more time now. Quantitative easing, zero interest rates. Steal from the future, hide the bad mistakes. We gotta keep those asset prices high. high. Don't matter if the credit's dry. <laughs> debt bomb, debt bomb, you're a debt bomb. Uh -huh. Try to pay the debt off with inflation. Debt bomb, debt bomb, yeah. you're a debt bomb. Now investment, ooh, you turn me on. <laughs> A boom caused by excess credit will always bust. Yeah. You've then got two choices to decide you must. Abandon the addiction, the credit lust. Or the currency collapses, it just turns to worthless dust. Yeah. Dead bomb, dead bomb, you're a dead bomb. Destroy the country's money, anything to carry on. Dead bomb, dead bomb, you're a dead bomb. Bubbles, ooh, you turn me on. <laughs> So there was Dominic Frisbee with his debt bomb. The next show was 7pm uh, at the Underbelly Bristol Square Q&Hall and, and that was Nina Conti is Monkey. Uh, now Nina Conti is a ventriloquist uh, and ventriloquism doesn't really work on the radio. Not to worry. Um, anyway, I wasn't able to, I wasn't allowed to, do, to record any of the show uh, and that happened at quite a few of the venues over the seven days that's just the way that some of the venues work so nina's show is uh it's two halves the first half is most of the shows at edinburgh fringe are one hour uh the first half an hour of the show was nina was not ventriloquism at all it was nina dressed up as her main character monkey in a full monkey suit um which was brilliantly funny it was really really good i liked the second half of the, sh the show where she gets a couple of people up on stage and does ventriloquism with them with some ma uh, like a, a fake mouth uh, less funny but very very good show and to give you a taste of how good nina conti is just at general comedy here is a uh, a piece taken from youtube from 2012 where it's her and the character monkey. It's Nina Conti! Hello! <laughs> Thanks. Hello! Hi! Thank you! How lovely. Um, yes, I am a ventriloquist, and I try to say that without shame. I love it. Um, and I'll just cut the crap and get the monkey out. <laughs> Come on out, monk. One, two, three. Hop! Hello, hello. Hey, Edinburgh, thank you. Get rid of this. Gone. There's no going back. No. So, Bucky, why did the monkey cross the road? Because he saw you standing behind him, rolling up your sleeves, Nina. Oh, <laughs> Is that BBC Four enough for you? I don't know. Okay. Um, so, we got lots to look forward to tonight. I'm going to hit Lothian Road later. Are you? <laughs> going to get me some sweet Edinburgh ash. <laughs> Excuse me, you're a monkey. They're not fussy, Nina. Oh, God. 
Um, what's that stuck to your face? Is that stuck to my face? My microphone. All right. That's fancy. Where's mine? Well, you haven't got one. Well, that ruins the illusion. <laughs> well, you can talk into mine. Testing, one, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. <laughs> Makes no bloody difference. <laughs> Like, deconstruct the act so early on. What, do you reckon they think you're talking to a real monkey? <laughs> this isn't Glasgow, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> Cheap. Yes, appealing to the hate in their hearts. Tonight, I want to talk to some actual human beings. Hello, Missy. How do you do? What do you do with your life? She just graduated. She just graduated, and she says it with such hope in her heart. <laughs> you look like the whole thing's over already. What did you study? Was it a total misnomer? A master of theology, ah, oh, hence the pessimism. Um, did you... <laughs> so what sort of thing are you going to do with that? And your imaginary friends. <laughs> you, Marty, you study religions, not, but you're not necessarily religious when you study them. No, she's not religious, OK. So I can tell, because... Why? No, never mind. <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that. Yes, because you couldn't finish my sentence. Um, <laughs> When you laugh, I can't finish my sentences, Nina. It's multitasking. You're deconstructing it now. OK, so is that your mother? Is that your mother? No, no. Who are you here with? Myself. Yourself. <laughs> OK, uh, you should have studied something else, bitch. <laughs> Monkey. <laughs> I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave you to humiliate someone else. OK, well, do you want to just say goodnight, then? Yes. Who's next? Well, next up is going to be someone in the audience, or...? Good luck, this will be dire. It won't be dire. Last audience really enjoyed it. Yeah, for the first hour they did. And then they all left except one lady who stayed. Because <laughs> she was dead. <laughs> Say good night. Good night, thank you. That was Monkey. Thank you very much.
I'm now stood in the queue um, for the Scottish Falsetto Sock Puppet Theatre, uh, which is run by uh, a brilliantly talented gentleman by the name of Kevin. Um, and I've, I've already seen Kevin once today, uh, and we've been communicating by Twitter. He is one of the hardest working men at the fringe, always out flying for his show, and pretty much his show gets pretty much sold out. He's not complacent and doesn't sit back on his laurels. Uh, and here's a clip. Flash, no, just shook his hand. <laughs> <laughs> 
guitar. I've got a guitar. I thought I'd begin with a song. And I've got a nickname for this guitar. Yes. I call this guitar Cassandra the Technician. What this? Cassandra, can you play the song, please? <laughs> That was a brilliant Scottish falsetto sock puppet theatre. Can't recommend it highly enough. Certainly will make my one of my top five shows of the uh, 2018 Fringe. And uh, Kevin's on every night at the Gildy Balloon Tiviot in the Sportsman Room at 10.30 until the 26th of August. And so finished the end of day one at the Fringe. And so it was off to bed. And here is... Track by Leeds York band Park Fires. Then this is a single from last year. This is Home.
Fires there with home. Uh, day two at Edinburgh Fringe uh, started very early for me. 
uh, I had a 10.30 show, the big bite-sized breakfast show. The hotel I was staying at was a good half an hour's walk from the venue. Uh, you do do an awful lot of walking around Edinburgh because the venues can be literally all over the place. The big bite-sized breakfast show is pretty much a sellout show every year, actually. Uh, what they do is they have five 10-minute plays uh, and they do different plays each day over three days and then they, they start it all over again. Uh, in fact, here is the man who came up with the idea, Nick Bryce, uh, talking in 2010 about how he started the whole thing. In a bite-sized breakfast show, people get five 10-minute plays with a croissant, a strawberry, served up on their lap with fresh Colombian coffee, and they see five ideas, stories, all told within 10 minutes, all within the hour. So it's a, an eclectic, exciting, engaging mix of shows, um, but it's also, on a more serious note, giving young writers from all sorts of places the opportunity to have their play performed in the Daddy of All Festivals up here in Edinburgh. White Room Theatre exists to help new writing get a decent audience. So we have a whole range of different initiatives. We do research, we have partnerships all around the world. We hold our own international short playwriting competition. Um, and basically through getting audience feedback, the views of professional judges, we assemble every year the best examples of 10 minute plays that we can find from all around the world. Well, I started because I wrote a play and I couldn't put it on. And I actually decided to put it on myself, so I found some actors who were foolish enough to take a risk with performing my play. I hired a church hall, and uh, I created a brochure, entered it into the Brighton Festival, and on the third performance we sold out. And uh, I did it again the following year, and then I started writing short plays and pieces for radio and for um, film and for theatre. Entered a 10-minute play competition over in Australia, got in one of the finals, um, and uh, got to know some of the people out there because I happened to pop out there to see my play being performed and uh, started to get sent the best examples of 10-minute plays from there and then went into America and got a whole bunch of stuff from there and then we did our own uh, playwriting competition. We had over 400 writers enter. A lot of people say they're thinking about writing something or they've wanted to write a play or they want to go on a creative writing course and, and that's all well and good. My experience is get a computer screen, blank screen, sit in front of it and start writing. That was Nick Bryce there from the Big Bite Size Breakfast Show. The show's on every day at 10.30 in the Pleasant Stone Queen Dome. Highly recommended. The next show was sold to me as not a children's show. Uh, this was Dick versus Dom. Now I remember Dick, Dick and Dom, uh, not from my childhood, but from my children's childhood. Anyway, the show was sold to me as not being for children, but being for anybody. Uh, so I went along. <laughs> It's the ultimate fight! It's the ultimate shot!
showdown. So please make some noise for the one, the only, Dick and Now, sadly, uh, after about half an hour, I left, so I walked out. Nothing to do with Dick and Dom, who were really rocking it, and the crowd absolutely loved them, especially the kids. It just wasn't a show for me. If I had a small child, I would have absolutely loved it, because they would love it. Um, but being the age that I am, it didn't really work for me. Having said that, great show for the right age group, uh, and Dick and Dom, uh, Dick versus Dom, uh, are on every day at venue 302, the Underbelly Bristol Square, uh, McEwen's Hall at 1pm. And I saw on to the next show. That was a music show by Wren, and it was called I Said Yes to Everything, uh, and here's what Wren sounds like. <laughs> 
I wanna have forever 
You're listening to the Audiophile Radio Show. That was Ren there from her show, I Said Yes to Everything, with two tracks. The first one was Love, 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 and the second one was Puzzle Place. I found the show to be slightly disappointing and a bit confusing. I didn't really get the concept, uh, and I tweeted about this. Uh, it looked stunningly brilliant, songs were performed very well, um, but it really just didn't hang together as a show for me. Um, after I tweeted, uh, Ren very sweetly came back and said that she understood my concerns uh, and maybe other people had expressed the same concerns and that she'd made changes to the show and that she invited me back again to see the show. Sadly, it was the last day of my visit to the Fringe, so I wasn't able to go. So we can make the assumption that she's taken on board other criticisms and the show hangs together a lot more. The show is on every day at Venue 7, which is Assembly George Street Studios, number one, uh, at 3.30pm in the afternoon. Highly recommended. The fourth show of the day was Justin Morehouse, Northern Joker, uh, a comedy stand-up show. Now, Justin Morehouse, uh, he's one of the guys who used to be in Peter Kay's Phoenix Nights. Very, very funny comedian. Really, really good show. Although, apparently, uh, we saw him on the second night that the show had run the first night, um, he said that uh, he felt that the show didn't go that well. Uh, but certainly the night that we saw him, he was brilliant. Wasn't able to record any of the actual show. Here is Justin uh, from uh, a 2014 recording of him live at the Apollo. Look at this! It's exciting, are you all right? Good! I'm not from round here. You got any people in from the north of England? Yeah, shit in it, that's where you live here now. <laughs> we don't want you back, shut up. Um, <laughs> I like coming to London. My favourite thing about London is coming on a Friday about five o'clock and watching northern families arrive en masse on the tube. <laughs> Just walking around going, was it so busy, Mum? <laughs> was it so busy? Shut up and stand on both sides of the escalator, let's have a laugh. <laughs> Let's watch these people lose their shit. Get on the other side! Why are they shouting at me? They're, they're very angry. Why? They've been at work all week. What's work? <laughs> it's nice to be here, that's what comedians always say. Hal said it loads, it's nice to be here. They don't mean it, they're here for the money. I, um, I mean it though, I mean it's nice to be here. I've got kids, it's amazing to be 200 miles away from the little shits. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, some of you staring at me now, judging me, you probably haven't got kids. If you've got kids, you know what I mean. We love them, because that shit's natural. Don't like them. <laughs> Joyless mood hoovers. Life robbers, ambition stealers, time takers, non-productive little shits. We allow to live in our houses, nothing comes back. If we were a limited company and not a family, I'd have written them off years ago. <laughs> Got two. Got a 17-year-old. <laughs> One of them that you see when you drive around. Going, I'm glad he's not mine. He's mine. <laughs> this thing that lives in my house, essentially a yawn in a hood. That's all he is. <laughs> Breathing his way, I'm tired. 
how can you be tired your schedule is thus arise at 11 have a wank play fifa that's all he does <laughs> i'm not having a go i'm just saying he's robbed me of my ambition <laughs> that's where i saw my life going <laughs> It's like living with an asthmatic Sith Lord. <laughs> <sighs> Obi-Wan can't be arsed. Just go <laughs> It's fine, though. It's nice to be here. I spend, I spend a lot of time. I travel. You, you, you do when you're a comedian and you've got kids. It's lovely to get away. Do we have any Australians in? <laughs> Why? <laughs> What point does anybody wake up in Australia, stretch, look across Bondi Beach and go, Hammersmith, that's where I want to be. <laughs> you can forget your coral beach, I want a flyover. <laughs> I spent some time in Australia. If you've been, you know it's a nice place. If you like, you know, misogyny, racism and blind optimism, it's that kind of town. It's, uh... <laughs> My favourite thing when I was in Australia, this is brilliant, this will blow your mind. Does anybody here know what the collective noun in Australia is for sheets, pillowcases, bedding? Anyone know what they call it? Manchester. That's right, Manchester. I didn't know. I'm from Manchester, didn't know. Basically, what happened was, about 150 years ago, we in Manchester invented cotton and... Um, <laughs> Sent it around the world. It's easier than explaining slavery, that bit. We, uh, <laughs> we sent it around the world, arriving in Australia, in Sydney, in a big box with Manchester on, and the Australians would go, What's that? And they go, It's Manchester. They have Manchester shops. I'm thinking, What goes on in there? Some bloke like Bez going, Do you want some Vimto? Right now. They sell sheets and pillowcases and bedding, it's amazing. They have Manchester departments in their department stores. That's how I discovered it. I was just browsing one one day and overheard an announcement on the tannoy that went, Would somebody from Manchester <laughs> please report to customer services? <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> How fortuitous! <laughs> I am literally on the other side of the world! <laughs> and then I thought, naturally, I wonder what they want. <laughs> Maybe I'm gonna go over and they're gonna say, settle an argument. <laughs> What's the best junction off the 56 for the airport, right? <laughs> So just considering this, and a further, more urgent announcement came on the tannoy. Would somebody from Manchester please report to customer service? I went running over. <laughs> I'm northern, I'm friendly, I want to help. I got there, I went, ta-da! Because that's how people in show business arrive. Ta-da! And the one went, ta-da! <laughs> I went, here I am! <laughs> and she says, there you are. I said, I oh, know, can you believe it, eh? <laughs> there was an awkward moment where she looked at me like I was a wrong one. <laughs> and eventually she says, um, how can I help you? I went, no! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, can I help you? <laughs> and she says, what do you mean? And I said, I'm from Manchester! <laughs> and she said, no, you're not. And I said, well, technically Stockport, but let's not split hairs, love. <laughs> You've been amazing. Take care. Good night. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Audiophile, the arts music show for the masses. Possible from her forthcoming album, Vreem. The last show of day two was a fantastic three-hander by uh, a comedy theatre group called The Pretend Men, and that was Police Cops in Space. Um, it was a parody of the 80s cop dramas. It was brilliantly done. Here is the trailer followed by an interview with The Pretend Men from the recent Brighton Festival. I need your help on a case. Oh, yeah? What is it? Mexican drug lord, triple homicide, sewers running red with the blood of innocent people. And 
you, a young cop, how to avenge the loved one who fell at the hands of crime. Aced every exam, they threw at you a cop school, and now the only lead you got is a washed-up old renegade, with nothing left but the shirt in his back and the smoke in his lungs. How'd you know? Lucky guess. I'm joined now by Nathan, Zach and Tom, police cops in space. I mean, it's, it's obviously dress down day. You haven't got your uniform on, have you, clearly? Well, yeah. Not just yet. I mean, this is a little bit 80s, yeah. kind of, you know, shiny. Tom's thing. naked for a lot of it as well, so technically. Are you, Tom? Yeah, technically, so, yeah I'm technically have... ready to go. Okay. Any... Why are you naked more than the other two? I mean, I guess you could, guess you could take that as a compliment. Mm. Yeah, I just got a much better body, um, <laughs> clearly, and yeah, so I just rocked that, yeah. No arguments from these two, I noticed, very quiet. Well, just so you know, he's not actually completely naked. He's right. got, yeah. he's covered up, just so, Tasteful. just in case that put anyone off. Mm. Now, I, I've uh, met a lot of people, lucky enough to met a lot of people that are performing in the Fringe. Unfortunately, I haven't had much time to see any shows, however, I've got some inside information on your show because my wife and son, 14-year-old son, saw your show uh, last week. And I told them this morning that I was interviewing you and I said, can you give us a star rating? And she went for four stars. Four. She's very hard to please, <laughs> so you wouldn't get <laughs> a five, good. but yeah. four's pretty, they loved it, both of them. Four so, out of four? Or? Out of five. It'd be really awkward if, you, if it, she gave it like it two, two stars. Right, it would be the end of the interview. Yeah, wouldn't really it? Wouldn't yeah. know what to say. <laughs> wouldn't know why it was she up, gave really. it one star. <laughs> okay, Thanks great. for joining me. <laughs> so uh, tell us a bit about the show. So this is inspired by sort of 1980s sci-fi. I hear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. yeah, it's like a 1980s sci-fi homage to all those like sci-fi American action movies that mm. came out. Uh, in the 80s. Okay, so I mean, you're co-writer between the three of you, so how's that when you're all sort of sat together in a room? Does it get heated? Uh, are there creative differences? Uh, I guess there's a similar sense of humour uh, across the board here? Yeah, um, yeah, well it's like a mixture of all of our different sense of humours and yeah, it does get heated sometimes. There's a few arguments and yeah, yeah but at the Mainly end who's going to get naked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And at, we always end fight end over who gets to do it, you know, right. so we all want to, but yeah. We do. yeah Tom got it this time. I got it. One of us will get it next time. It's mainly my strength that is what keeps... He doesn't me. really do anything else. Yeah. He's, he's just just in the background naked. <laughs> just waiting in a chair, naked, yeah. for the time I'm to go. At, I'm good at being naked and making up words. That's basically... That, okay. that's, that's You're doing well now. Yeah. But you have, I mean, you know, like, we mentioned the nakedness, but this is a... We recommend this is a 12 plus show so uh, as my family will testify this is suitable for all the family yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely yeah. yeah 12 plus is a guidance rather yeah. than a strict rule yeah yeah, mm. I think. yeah. So but, uh, yeah. you shouldn't worry it's okay. fine. it'd be a 12a in the cinema, <laughs> in the cinema. Yeah. so you can take younger people if you want uh, Nathan Zach and Tom police cops in space lovely to meet you enjoy took my hand you showed me how you promised me it'd be around uh -huh. that's right i took your words and i believed in everything you said to me uh -huh. that's right if someone said three from now you'd be long gone I'd stand up and punch them out cause they're all wrong and I know better cause you said for 
Grand old Uke of York there with another track from their brand new album, Without the Tassels, and that was Who Knew. So, for the start of day three, uh, we didn't have any tickets for any shows, so we took a walk to this one of the second uh, most popular areas, which is by the university, uh, and this was Bristol Square, uh, just to see what, sort of, what flies were being handed out. Have a listen to the recording. Oh, it's like oh, right. Oh, I see. I've seen on. So it's a Irish comedian. Okay, Irish comedians are okay. They're all right. <laughs> yeah. Through <laughs> the grand crack. Yeah. I have to. Yeah, because I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not necessarily want to see a stand-up. Okay. It's fine. So should we leave it? Yeah. Don't take the ticket then. No. no thank you. Because I do not want to waste it. No. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. No. Thank no. you. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. 
let me tell you for what. It's for this show, Flush, we're a five star female two-hander comedy drama all set in uh, the ladies' toilet. If you ever wonder what goes on in there, I mean, you'll know, of course, but if you're ever I curious, then come along. It's at 3.40 today. We're not usually a free show, but because we're on an underbelly every day for the month, but because it's the beginning of the festival, we've got comps to be given out. So if you are around, it'd be a good time to come along and see the show. Yeah. You have to come now though. Oh, we do. Promise oh, yeah, me. Yeah, no, we will. <laughs> fly it. Of course you can, Thank absolutely. You. Thank you so much. We look yeah. forward to seeing you. Are you guys in a show or are you just No, no, we're not. I do a radio show, so Oh wicked, yeah, amazing. Yeah. What's your what it's kind on, of it's on iTunes, so it's a cool. it's an art show. Love so, it. Yeah. Oh amazing. Okay, yeah. well look forward That's to seeing brilliant. you guys there then. Yeah, lovely. Thank you so much guys. See you later. Bye. So after picking up the tickets for Flushed, we did pop along and uh, saw the play and it was absolutely brilliant. From what is a very young cast and a young production company, uh, Theatre Unlocked really are future stars, they're brilliant. Was completely bowled over by how good the play was. Uh, and in fact, here is an interview with Kate Cranfield who is the writer and director, and Ellis Shotton, who is the producer. So our show is called Flushed. Uh, we are Theatre Unlocked, we're a new theatre company, just started in Manchester. Um, and it's dealing, it's looking at premature menopause, the diagnosis of that in young women in the UK. Um, and yeah, it's all set in toilets, all set in bathrooms. And it's, yeah, it's these two sisters, so it follows them. Yeah, so the play follows two sisters, Marnie and Jen, as they kind of work their way through the different toilets in their lives. <laughs> and, uh, that's what and then as uh, Jen is diagnosed with premature menopause, it's kind of how the sisters deal with it and how it affects their relationship. Um, with, we've got an assistant director as well to make sure that I'm not <laughs> too closely attached to the script. Um, but yeah, I wrote, I started writing it well over a year ago now um, and it's sort of had many different forms but it is now flushed. <laughs> so um, as a company we're kind of all made up of recent graduates of the universities of Manchester, so at Salford, Alra, University of Manchester and we've all kind of been involved in different projects, some like we've done some stuff together, some stuff apart and like this is our first Theatre Unlocked. Theatre Unlocked production outside of like the comfort of the drama societies yeah. that we've been involved in previously. But we've all, so Ellis writes as well, this is written some really good plays. I've written, this is my second full length play that I've written and we've both taken plays to the Edinburgh Fringe before. We've been working with the Daisy Network who are, they're actually the only charity in the UK who specifically deal with premature menopause um, and they've just been incredibly supportive with the, with the entire project so I messaged them from day dot ages ago um, and since then they've helped us with um, We've gone and met quite a few women who've gone through it and sort of met them for coffee and because I really wanted it to be about real experiences and, and real women and um, that's infiltrated a lot into the script um, and so yes we've just been sort of, they've helped us with a lot of their information as well and contacts and just generally just been really supportive and like Marie the chair came to see the, the production. Yeah she was so sweet. Yeah she loved it. Um, and we did um, our response night, the one that the, um, we got the new writers in for. That was all, all the money from that went towards yeah. the Daisy Network. Yes. So we're performing at um, Underbelly on Cowgate in Belly Laugh for the whole run of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Which is quite... <laughs> the whole month. <laughs> very scary. Come and find me.
fold my love into a box It turns out that if it's in there I thought that I was everywhere Mightier than me I promise all my promises Were meant to make us fly seem to break apart all my reasons why was Ren there and another track from her show and that was Find Me. We now get on to the second show of day three uh, which caused quite a bit of controversy. Um, this was Clara Cupcakes the worst. It was identified as a comedy burlesque clown show um, and I tweeted that I didn't think the show was very good. This in turn caused a bit of a Twitter storm uh, with Clara Cupcakes uh, blocking me on Twitter and then complaining to the Edinburgh Fringe organisation. Uh, so I'm not going to say any more about it. Uh, I would suggest that you go make your own mind up about the show. The show is on every day throughout the Fringe at venue 302 Underbelly, Bristol Square, Clover at 6.53pm. I wrote the words 
I wrote the poetry I wrote the whole script And isn't it grand I sang the songs I blew my own horn I made the music And without a band I had to do it on my own Don't you know Cause life is a one woman show I bought the props I made my costume I bought my own flowers for opening night I got online Updated my status I gave myself over 1,000 likes I had to do it on my own Don't you know? Cause life is a one-woman show I counted out the steps I take in groups of eight I can really swing Every single word I say I know Cause I wrote the fucking show I am the protagonist, the chorus girl The extra and the supporting role I'm the leading lady star, the diva And my writer is Banana Battered damn review Now this is the bit where I demonstrate I've had a moment of profound realisation that only using
That was Yana Alana and her piranhas. And that was the third show of day three. Um, Yana Alana Between the Cracks. Now, Yana Alana is this Australian lady with a fantastic voice. And she is completely naked and painted blue. It was very, very funny. Quite risque at times, um, but wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Anyway, Yana Alana Between the Cracks is on at venue 322 Assembly Checkpoint uh, every evening throughout the Fringe at 8pm. And so that's where we leave the first half of this audiophile Fringe special. So this is part one. Part two will be, will be available as a separate podcast. Uh, and just to finish it off, we'll have a piece of music from a forthcoming album. Uh, and this is The Cage. Thanks very much for listening. See you in the next part.
The audiophile radio show is sponsored by Pocklington Music, East Yorkshire's premier music shop.